Make Life Delicious, the podcast, is more than the food we eat. It's what else in life that makes us feel, be, and act delicious. We'll have conversations about real life, its messiness, and the things we can't live without. The ups, the downs, and the things we do on the daily to maintain our health, strength, and our balance. We'll talk about the unconventional wisdom and the alternative practices used in raising families, from healing to sex, because life's juicy. We are so excited and so ready to share how we make life delicious every day and how you can too. This is a Soul Fire production. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> and Hanukkah. And Hanukkah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, you're a Rosenblum. Come on, Pegs. <laughs> I know. So we celebrate everything here at the Curry household. And we thought it would be really fun to just me, Meg, and you all have this conversation about what's it looking like uh, for the holiday gift giving and just our family's evolution from when they were really little that I'll just talk about very briefly into where we are today so that we can really give you some maybe new tips, maybe some ideas as to your own personal family gift giving. So. Uh, many of you who've been listening and part of this community know that I am a Jewish woman <laughs> married to a Catholic man for, oh gosh, we've been together. Well, we've been together almost 50 years, but. But come on, you just celebrated your anniversary. Uh, well, yeah. What number was it? Um, <laughs> let me see. I think it's 49 together minus eight. So whatever that is, married. And um and we raised our kids both. We celebrated everything, any holiday that was Jewish, every holiday that was, you know, Tim's Catholic, and we celebrated it all and we had a fabulous time. And so when the kids were little, uh, I had a thing about that. Um, I didn't grow up having Christmas trees and yet I had a lot of friends that celebrated Christmas and I just loved the holiday. And I think mostly for me, it's about the traditions of these holidays. You know, what's the tradition of, you know, Hanukkah and the story behind it and the food and the latkes and, oh my gosh, you know, so much good food. And, you know, what's the celebration and what is the tradition that we would have around Christmas? And we would do these block gatherings with Santa and my kids would always say to me, mom, do you believe in Santa? And I'm like, yes, hello. Of course I believe in Santa. I believe in tooth fairies and angels and mermaids. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I did not want to bust any of those stories. And so with Hanukkah and Christmas, as, when the kids were really little, we would, you know, spoil them rotten. You know, we had four kids and it was really fun to watch them all squeal and get excited about opening presents. And then as they got older and there was a lot. There was a lot of muchness. And there was also what we realized as they got older, there was also a lot of people that needed things more than our kids needed things. And so I had a really good friend who had a nonprofit called Cheer for Children. And once they got to the ages of middle school, I'll never forget this, is that that particular Christmas we were taking the kids to their first trip overseas to Europe. So that Christmas, they got everything related to this trip, you know, uh, their own carry bag that they could wheel. They, you know, everything was related to, you know, 
this trip that we were going on. And it was very exciting. But then we came back and then all of a sudden it was like, well, what do you need? What do you need? You know, we found that we didn't need anything, you know, because we would always say, well, what do you want from Santa? And what do you want from this? And, and it evolved. And I think that that evolution, once we started realizing how much more stuff do we really all need, and then the kids really, as they kept getting older and realizing about the consumerism and things like that, things changed for us. And I don't know, Megan, you know, do you remember about when this all kind of took place? You know, I used to remember when we would make do the holiday cards and we'd help you stamp, wrap up all the envelopes and we would donate goats and cows to families. And we would have our families that we would help create these big boxes for and giving the gifts to these families that weren't able to have the experience that I grew up with. And I think I'm so grateful for you and dad and the job that you did with really giving back and educating us on giving back. I mean, we always had Sadaka or yeah, Sadaka, Sadaka, Sadaka. Yeah. Sadaka. That's That's the the Jewish version of it. You know, as Peg said, we really were raised in both religions and not just both religions. I mean, we celebrated pagan holidays. We celebrated celebrated like the solstices, everything was celebrated in his household. And I'm so grateful because it wasn't necessarily about the story of like Jesus or, you know, whatever. It was about the traditions, like you said. And obviously, as you guys heard Peg say, food, all about the food (laughs) and with gifts, you know, yes, I feel so blessed that I was always so, so spoiled and very like loved. I felt that love that you guys had in the joy that you saw from us. But I, I remember very vividly, there's like, there comes a point where like, you now know Santa's not real. These gifts become this, like, it's almost like it's like never enough or like the, the thing on the list that you wanted that you didn't get, or you couldn't have, it kind of took away the fun from it. And I remember when we did that trip, it was then about the experience. Yes. And that is what our family has really focused on is we always try and say, I mean, as you can imagine now with six different schedules for adult women, um, trying to plan a trip for all of us to do something together for the holidays. I mean, even just getting together for the holidays with my oldest sister being in sports and that that's when she's really busy during this time of year. Um, you understand the importance of, of family and coming together and celebrating each other. And it's not so much about what you can get, but truly what you can give and how you can show up for each other. And I think I, that trip was really a pivotal point for me as a growing human with a consciousness of like, what do I really want the holidays? What do I want to give to my sisters? What do I want to give and do or receive as a family? Um, and it was so beautiful. Mm, I love that so much, Meg, because truly the gift of experience and the gift of time, there is no better gift. And one of the other things that we do now is everyone gets a card 
And everyone writes this yummy deliciousness, you know, end of the year kind of card to each other. And I know that each of the sisters buy the gifts for, you know, you know, Megan buys. Well, we do like a white elephant type of thing, but with like serious gifts where because there's four of us, there's a lot where like instead of having to buy three gifts for all of our sisters, we all get assigned a sister and then you can go all out for the one sister and feel really good about it. And it's really fun. And then it's not so much, you know, it's like you look into like, okay, well, I know they were talking about this. Like, that's what they need. You know, I know for me with this year with my sisters is all I asked was just come visit me. My one (laughs) gift I want is for you guys to actually get your booties on planes or drive out here and come see me. Like, Mm. that's all I want. Yeah. You know, it goes back to this time and experience. And what you were saying before too, you know, one of the organizations that you were saying every year we donate a gift of cow, uh, not cows, goats, sheeps, bees, chickens through Heifer Projects International. And Heifer is this world-renowned nonprofit that does amazing work. Um, in- we'll link them in the bio so that you guys, if you're interested in looking into that for this year, I mean, now's really a time that everybody is in yes, need. Yes. And there's so many organizations that mm-hmm. are in need, especially because so many of them, you know, they they couldn't do in-person fundraising and things like that. So you know, they, they take care of a lot of people. So again, you know, looking at, you know, your local organizations that are helping other families that might be out of work or, you know, really struggling. And so for us, it was always cheer for children and we would adopt one, two or three families and the kids would come with me. We would, you know, go to Costco, we would do whatever we would buy, you know, clothes for all the family. We would buy food and coupons and things like that so that we really showered now other families that really were in need. And I will say, I think it was more fun for me doing that and knowing like what it was doing for this other family. So like, I can't fault or blame parents for wanting to just spoil (laughs) their kids rotten because I mean, I remember there are times where we come back with gifts and dads, like, I think you girls went a little crazy. (laughs) Like we would go to Target, we would go to these stores and just go ham. And it's so fun. It's so fun getting to give, you know, and knowing that it's going to really make somebody's like holiday feel so special. Like being able to like act as Santa to somebody. A hundred percent. Freaking So I know that there are organizations out there that, you know, even through churches and temples, they have the ability to know what the pulse is going on within your community, you know, um, and places that you too can involve your kids. The more you can involve your kids in sharing the gift of Christmas and the gifts of Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever holidays that you're choosing to celebrate and to really give them these feelings of what it's like to give to others, not always just receiving, but what it's like to give. And when you start young, it builds this amazing altruism within, you know, and philanthropy within your children. Well, it's so important, you know, especially now, like with everything going on, we we really come to this realization, we're all connected and we talk about it a lot. And I think, you know, being able to 
think about somebody or some family other than yourself from a young age, I'm so grateful I had that awareness because it just fosters good people, you know? Well, compassion. It, 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 it helps so many different emotions of what is the true meaning of this time of year? What, what was Jesus's messages? What, what did it mean by the light of the miracle of the light of, of Hanukkah and this oil and, and shedding the miracles and sharing the, the, the miracle of the light with everybody that you know, because, you know, it could be as simple as someone on your block um, is by themselves for the holidays because their family can't come in, you know, and you bake some cookies or you bake a dinner and you share it with the neighbor. I mean, and have your kids bring it to them. You know, there's so many ways that we today could really make sure our neighbors are doing well. Our community is doing well. Also, I just think of, um, you know, elders in Mm -hmm. the community Mm -hmm. and really showing up and especially now with this pandemic on the rise again and us really looking out for those people that are experiencing loneliness and not having that uh, love and that holiday cheer. And what can you do even if it's just um, writing a letter? or just Mm. like dropping something off, you know, it, it, the smallest acts of kindness mean the most, especially this time of year when people have all sorts of things that are keeping us separated, you know? Mm -hmm. And Meg, you know, elders, new moms, new families, Mm -hmm. people that have lost loved ones that are in grief, you know, right now there are so many emotions happening because of COVID. People that have lost jobs and are struggling to even just provide meals on their table. You know, I love what you said about local churches and synagogues and things like that, that you can tap into because this is happening in our communities. Mm -hmm. And this is something that we can support like where we are, Mm -hmm. you know, like let's take care of ours, like our community. Let's like see if there's somebody we can help in our community and really doing that in this time. Like be so deeply meaningful. Um, And having your kids like make cute little cards and make cookies together. I mean, just the act of, come on, we're going to go play Santa today. You know, I mean, I do that for all our farmers. You know, that's my gift, you know, that I love to do during this time of year is I bake and we bake all these different things and share them with our farmers, you know? And maybe for the uh, sanitation and the cleanliness part of it, Maybe it's a twofold. It's supporting your local restaurants and mm-hmm. ordering a dinner for a family or somebody in a your neighborhood and your community, a gift card that you're a supporting these restaurants that have fed us over the years that also desperately need our support right now, which then will further support another family that you're gifting them a gift of a beautiful meal during this time of year. Oh my God, that makes me so happy because you know, we don't know, you know, they'll, they'll shut down and we'll go into what's it called more, um, lockdown again. And the restaurants, you know, that, that created these outdoor spaces, they can't have that during lockdown. So we really need to support our small businesses, whether it's your local bookstore 
or, you know, getting, you know, a, a, a gift certificate for the non-essential people that really we want to keep them in our communities. Yeah. I think about, you know, even just over the past decades growing up in our cute little beach town in Manhattan Beach, I just think about the evolution of the cute little shops that used to be there that have now all been taken over by banks and real estate places. It's like, there's only a handful of those cute shops in your town. And right now, if you want to still have them there, do that's where you should be buying your gifts. You don't need to be going to Target. You don't need to be going to Amazon. And I know we want to do it online, but a lot of these shops are working so freaking hard to update their, to get a website up so that they can mm-hmm. have a virtual shop or just calling in so you could do a curbside pickup, which I know even here in Steamboat, I'm seeing that, that a lot of clothing stores and whatnot, they all have, um, you can shop and call in and then pick up stuff curbside. Uh, there's so many ways to support your community and the, and the local sh- shops so that they too can still be here when this is all over, That's you know? And as you were saying that, I was envisioning all these really delicious, beautiful gifts that we can give that, you know, just a basket of like, I know you have the Ag Alliance in Colorado. Like if you create like a little food basket, you know what I mean? Or you can make beautiful things from your local farmer's market if you're in an in in part of the country that still has it, you know, or baking, like we said, you know, making making a pasta dinner. I mean, there's just so many things that we can do and do with your children. Totally. Yeah. Also, like I said before, if you're not comfortable doing that, ordering from a local bakery, getting cookies, Mm. a cake or whatever, and supporting them and delivering it um, to whomever, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, for us, like we always say, give the gift of health. We have our January reset coming up in January, you know, and like, Get somebody that you know that could really use a little reset and help de-stress their body with a little anti-inflammatory program, you know? And there's ways to get very creative right now. And whether it be, oh, 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 this one just came to me too. It's like buying online yoga classes or gym things, you know, support your gyms and the other places that are keeping us healthy this time of year. Like they really need it. Oh my gosh. Yes. And do you remember we used to make these cute coupons, you know, Oh yes. I'll wash the dishes today, mom. I mean, and you would like <laughs> make like a stack of 10 and they'd go in as little gifts and we would redeem them, you know, yeah. good for one foot massage, good for, you know, an hour by yourself <laughs> where, you know, I mean, does not, did not everybody do that? I feel like that was like the, no. the certificate game was like the Gosh, you guys are really creative with us. Yeah, we would give like the best, like whatever you want, your your choice of TV for an hour. It's just like a bike ride or I don't know. We would be so creative with those. I know. So there's so many different things today that you don't have to spend a lot. You can be generous with your uh, loved ones. You can be generous with your community, your neighbors. Um, be generous with um, nonprofits that um, could use it, restaurants. Helping others to me is the magic of the season. This is really what Jesus intended. I think all religions intended is, you know, love and service. 
Well, I think about it's like love thy neighbor. What are the te- are they the testament? I'm so bad at this because we <laughs> there's the ten commandments. Ten commandments. <laughs> but no, love. I mean the three things that you know. I mean oh, Jesus was yeah. about you know serving others, loving others, and forgiving others. And you know maybe a gift to someone else is at this time when there is so much division, even amongst good friends. You know with you know our election and things like that. You know maybe forgiving someone as a gift, like what a gift that would be to, you know, sit down and call someone and clean up something, you know, like just, I think we're in this time of, of, um, COVID and everything of, uh, division that bringing it together with love, you know, and making this, this united, um, Love Fest really come together in a way that we can really honor the holidays and the seasons this year. Yeah. I mean, so. I think there's definitely ways to get creative and to still make this time very special, whether it's just with you or with your immediate family, with your children. It doesn't have to be about the stuff. It, it If this conversation and that Pegs and I are sharing with you, like, as a child, my best memories were the ones that we were doing, giving to others and really um, getting to have that feeling. Like you as a parent, if you're a parent listening to this and you know how good it feels to see your kids freaking go nuts Christmas morning and that fun like squeal of just childhood excitement, giving the gift of letting them experience that from a young age to a family that would really need it or a neighbor or a friend or whomever. Um, that is such a great, that's like the greatest gift of all. Yeah. Oh, Megan, I'm so happy that we relive this, you know, cause it is different as you know, your kids age and, and you really, really think what's important in your life. Totally. And also, you know, like right now is hard and there's still, you know, the, the holiday season feels very different this year and mm-hmm. that's okay, but we can still make it special through these little things. And, um, we will link below. We have a blog post about our holiday gift giving guide, uh, with local shops and online stores that we really love. And we'll share all of the nonprofits that we really love and things that you can look into if you're curious if there's something that you want to do. So we thank you for listening and we hope that you got some golden nuggets out of this. If you think that you know somebody that would enjoy this as well, as always, we so appreciate you sharing us with your friends and community so that more people get to, you know, hear from Pegs and me. Mm, And, you know, if you love us, Please subscribe, rate, and review, and tell us what you think. You know, we really want to serve you and and give you topics that you know are of interest for you. So please, you know, we're here to really show you how we make our life delicious every day, no matter what. That's right. <laughs> um. <laughs> so ha- enjoy your holidays, everyone. And we love you so much. So thank you for being part of our community and happy holidays. Before we go, we are excited to share with you our friend McLean's podcast, Mother the Mother. 
I am lucky to call McLean a friend and someone who is a wonderful source of knowledge. The Mother the Mother podcast is an online space for women to gather energetically sister to sister and mother to mother to focus on the power of mothers and offer real life advice and experience of pregnancy, birth, and most importantly, the postpartum shift. Mother the Mother podcast creates a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing our stories as we journey through womanhood and motherhood together. It is a powerful time in history to be a woman, and as we navigate these changing tides, we can help empower and heal ourselves, exactly what Pegs and I believe. You will hear stories of conception, pregnancy, birth, owning a business, conscious partnership, alternative healing modalities, and so much more. Listen and enjoy to our dear friend and your new friend, Mother the Mother podcast.